Welcome to the Freshman Fitness Podcast, a podcast designed specifically for beginners trying to navigate the difficulties of getting started with their fitness journey. My name is Emily and I'm a certified personal trainer and gym rat dedicated to providing you with the tools necessary you need to start your fitness journey and stick with it. This podcast is sponsored by The Lift Box, which is a veteran-owned fitness subscription box that sends out awesome monthly boxes. Each box they send out has four to six supplement samples, a drink, a few healthy snacks, a gear or accessory item, and a shirt. It's the perfect way to try out new fitness products and an awesome treat to get once per month. You can cancel at any time, and if you're interested in trying it out, use code EMILY to save $20 on your first box. All right, guys, today we're going to be talking about body recomposition, which is something that I personally love and participate in. It's pretty much what I've used my entire fitness journey, except for really these last few months. I've been on an actual bulk, but now I'm honestly back to my body recomposition and everyone always asks me about it. So we are going to do an entire guide on body recomposition right now. We've all heard of fat loss goals and muscle gain goals, and generally one or the other is the goal for most people. But what if you want to do both at the same time? Is it even possible? How does that work? When we aim to lose fat and gain muscle at the very same time, this is called body recomposition and we're going to break it down in this episode in a simple Q&A style. Before that, I just want to apologize for the last few episodes. I know the audio has not been the best because I got a new laptop and I was plugging my microphone into the laptop and I thought it automatically just picked that up, but apparently it didn't. So I was using my laptop microphone instead of my actual microphone. So I know that the sound quality was not the best, but we are back in service now. Okay, so what is body recomposition? As I said before, it's exactly as it sounds. It's changing up the composition of your body, what your body is actually made up of. So we're trying to remove that excess fat and we're trying to build muscle in place. This does not mean that we're turning fat into muscle. I think that's a very common misconception that you can turn your fat into muscle, which is honestly just not a thing. You cannot do that. They are two separate things. So you have to lose the fat and separately gain the muscle, they are two different processes. And what happens during body recomposition is that you'll notice weekly that if you are weighing yourself, the scale is not changing very much or at all. So you are pretty much staying the same weight throughout the duration of your body recomposition. And this is because, as I said before, we're dropping fat, building muscle, and that is making up for the difference in weight. And as people say all the time, muscle is quote unquote heavier than fat. And why I'm saying quote unquote is because this is not necessarily true. And what I mean is that one pound of anything is one pound, regardless of if it's fat, protein, feathers, powder, I don't, I have no idea. But the point is one pound is one pound. Doesn't matter what that one pound is made of. Now the difference is that muscle is much more dense than fat. And by that, I mean that you can fit a lot more muscle in the same exact space volume wise than you can body fat. And that is why we say muscle is quote unquote heavier than fat. It's not truly heavier, but you can weigh a lot more if you're very muscular, but you can look a lot better. So that's why the scale weight honestly really isn't that important. Muscle takes up 20% less space than body fat. So you can imagine that's why really lean people, even though they look super fit and lean, they can weigh more than someone who's genuinely like obese and out of shape and overweight, you know? So it's really about what is taking up that space in the body. Another thing is you'll notice that even though the scale is not really moving, you will be losing inches, whether it's your waist, your hips, your thighs, your arms, it could be really anywhere, but you will be losing inches in some place, if not many places, while you're doing a body recomp. A question I get a lot is who is body recomposition recommended for? And honestly, 
anybody and everybody can do body recomposition at any stage if they choose to. It really depends on your goals. If you're someone who's very overweight, you may not want to do re uh, recomposition just because the scale weight isn't going to move and you may need or want it to move down and then vice versa, right? If you're very underweight, you may not want to do body recomposition for the same reasons, but in reverse because the scale weight's not really going to go up and you may want or need it to go up. But generally, I think body recomposition is the best for those who may just have a little extra fat to lose, like 10 to 15 pounds overall, and they want to get stronger and more defined, people who are beginners and people who are restarting their fitness journey after a long period of time. But as I said before, it's a personal choice and you can do it whenever you want, if you want. The scale weight does not directly dictate overall health and well-being, although in some cases it may. Alright, so now to the nitty gritty. What is the best workout regimen for body recomposition? Similar to either a fat loss or muscle gain goal, strength training is the most important aspect. You're gonna need to strength train three to five times a week in order to hit your muscle gain goals. Now on top of your strength training regimen, you should be doing a little bit of cardio. Do not go overboard with your cardio. 15 minutes after training three to five times a week is plenty of cardio. You can also just skip it completely after your session, right? And then go for walks outside or just try to hit daily steps overall so that you're at least getting movement in. I think 10,000 is a pretty decent goal for most people, unless you're very active during your job and you know, you're walking 10, 15,000 steps just at work alone. You know, that is probably sufficient. Honestly, you don't really need to be doing like 20,000 steps a day. The overall point is that you are moving regularly throughout the day and you're not just sitting down most of the day and getting one hour in a strength training a day and that's it. You need to also be moving your body throughout the day, burning those extra calories. And a lot of people don't realize, but just getting up and moving regularly throughout the day burns a lot more calories than just sitting in one place all day. So make sure you're getting up and moving. And if you are unsure of how to make a good strength training program, don't you worry, I got you, okay? I made another episode on how to create a strength training program yourself and you can either listen to that episode if you haven't already or you can just go to my blog post emilyrobinson.fit and you can find that blog post specifically if you'd rather read it you know it might be something that's easier to read you can even print it out if you want and do whatever you would like with it as long as you give me credit okay all right so now what is the nutrition regimen because we got the workouts down but what are we eating because we all know that's important well fat loss requires a calorie deficit and muscle gain requires a calorie surplus generally Body recomposition is going to meet somewhere right in the middle around calorie maintenance level. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Headlines Over Sidelines is a veteran-owned health and wellness publication that makes content to help people take their fitness journey to the next level. I actually collaborated with them on an article back in January to provide some tips for gym newbies for the new year. We also did a collaboration in May to go over my personal journey from beginner to NASM certified personal trainer. Make sure to check out headlinesoversidelines.com or follow them at Headlines Over Sidelines on social media for awesome fitness content. And we're back. For body recomp, we're going to do a very very small deficit of about 100 calories, which means if your TDEE or total daily energy expenditure, aka how many calories you burn every single day, you know, your BMR, your activity calories, your calories from digesting food, your calories from life, just, just everything, okay? Your TDE is everything. If your TDE is 2,500 calories a day, that means you'd be eating about 2,400 calories a day to achieve body recomposition. And as with any diet regimen, eating high protein is key. 
if you did not already read my blog post on a beginner's guide to protein or listen to the episode, definitely go do that. It was my episode I did last week or my blog post I did last week and it was very informative. That will break down everything you need to know about protein, what it does in the body and how much you need to be eating for your goals. Okay, what else is there to focus on or need to know when it comes to body recomposition? Similar to any fat loss or muscle gain goal, sleeping is so important. Emphasis on important. Get your sleep in, okay? You need to be sleeping seven to nine hours a night. If you are not, I can tell you right now, you will suffer. You will not be making great progress. And even if you're making some progress, I guarantee you, if you were to get a good night's sleep every single night, you could easily double your progress. And that is no joke. Another thing is water intake. As you know, you gotta stay hydrated. The body is made up of a whole lot of water. It needs water to run all of its processes, including fat loss, including muscle gain. So make sure you're fully hydrated at all times. A good reference is about half of your body weight in pounds in ounces of water a day. And that is just to start. So that's if you don't exercise at all. If you do exercise, you should be adding additional water to make up for that. Lastly, we have stress. We want to make sure that we're keeping our stress levels as low as possible because high stress will keep us from hitting any fitness goals. Not only that, it will keep us from hitting any goals. Just It will just keep us from life, okay? So make sure you are managing your stress properly. There's a ton of other factors too, but we're going to keep it super simple for now. So these are the top three that I suggest focusing on to start with. All right, next we have what supplements are recommended for body recomposition. As with any goal, you don't necessarily need to take supplements. There are supplements for a reason. They supplement your goals, which means they don't make up for your results, but they can certainly help when combined with proper diet and workouts. My top recommendations are creatine to help aid performance, and then BCAAs or a post-workout supplement to help reduce muscle soreness overall. I talk about this all the time, but I currently use Legion's post-workout supplement. It's called Recharge, and it's a combination of creatine and other ingredients to help reduce muscle soreness. I'm not going to get into the ingredients themselves. If you really want to check them out, head over to their website and check it out for yourself. I also use a variety of their whey protein flavors to mix into smoothies and make other high-protein recipes with, so definitely recommend checking out a few of those. And if you want to save 20% on your first purchase, you can use code ERFIT. As with everything, there are pros and cons to doing body recomposition. Some of the pros, and in my opinion, the pros heavily outweigh the cons, but I may or may not be biased. Anywho, the pros, you get to eat more daily opposed to a deficit. And I don't know about you, but I like to eat. So the more I can eat daily, the better I will survive. Next, you don't feel exhausted from dieting. I don't know if you've ever been in like a severe deficit or even just like 500 calories sometimes will be too much and you will feel just like depleted every day like you will not feel well so you don't get that you know dieting like I don't even know what to call it it's just like it's like a dieting depression okay you don't get that you also feel stronger each day because you're not so exhausted from dieting um, and it's much easier to stick to since it's less restrictive you're eating more and you have a better chance of succeeding with it in the long run and as I always say We are in this for the long haul. This is like a life journey. It's not just how fast can I lose this weight or how fast can I gain this muscle? It is like for life, right? So you want to find something that you can honestly just do forever. And body recomposition is that thing that you can do forever. And that's why I've done it for pretty much four years, five years now. And I plan to do it 
for as long as I live, you know, unless I really, really want to like bulk up a little more or cut down a little more, but I'm pretty much set on the body recomposition path for life. Okay, now the cons. So the one big con with body recomposition is it usually takes a really long time to physically, with your eyeballs, see results. So it can be a year, it can be two years, it can be longer than that, depending on where you're starting from. So if you're someone who that would really, really discourage you to like see that you're not really making physical changes. You may not want to do body recomposition because that's kind of what's going to happen until, you know, you see the transformation over years. Another con, which I actually think can be seen as a pro to a lot of people is that scales are useless and they're not really going to help you gauge progress much. So for some people, you know, they get really obsessive with weighing themselves and that's their main progress tracker or way to gauge progress. And if they don't see the weight moving, like that is very, very discouraging for them. I think that's very normalized in today's society, which I don't really love, but if you are someone who really relies on the scale, this may not be good for you as well. But if you're someone who hates the scale and wants to throw it away, like me, then this is good for you because I love only weighing myself maybe once a month. Sometimes I don't weigh myself for like two, three months. I just don't care. Like, it's not that important to me. I only really check every month or every few months to make sure that I'm kind of around the same weight within a few pounds because I just like to kind of keep that as a check. Ultimately, though, when I'm doing body recomposition, I just like to know that my weight is staying around the same throughout the duration of time. Last con, which I kind of touched on already, is just frustration with lack of seeing results. That can cause a lot of stress for people, can cause a lot of anxiety, and honestly reverse some progress or keep you from making progress. So those are the main cons and the main pros for body recomposition. In conclusion, there is no set amount of time you can or can't do body recomposition for. You could honestly plan to do it for life if you wanted. As I was saying before, I am on the train for life. I'm a major fan of body recomposition myself and I've done it for the majority of my fitness journey. Only recently I went into a bulk to gain more mass in my legs, but I'm right back into my body recomposition now. I'm not even going to a cut straight savage. I am just going right back into body recomp. So in my non-biased opinion, of course, it is the way to go. And if you aren't sure you're going to be able to do it on your own or manage it on your own, you can apply to work with me. I love when people's goal is body recomposition. That's like my favorite person to work with. I have a few spots left open for the month of July and I continually open spots each month. I will link the application form in the description for this episode. So make sure to apply, okay? Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and tag me on Instagram at emilyrobinson.fit so that I can personally thank you. You can also head over to my website, emilyrobinsonfitness.com to check out my beginner's ebook that goes over everything you need to know about mindset, working out, and nutrition to get started with your fitness journey and succeed. Until next time, signing off, Coach Emily.